Hello and welcome to Arts on Fire here on WRFA for Friday the 11th of January 2019. Jason Sample in the studio with you. Coming up on today's program, we'll be talking with local musician Sean Lander. He'll be giving us some details about his music and his band, The Hollow Society. That'll be coming up in just a moment. Also, later on in the show, we'll have Zach Agate in the studio. Zach is with Jamestown Renaissance Corporation, and he's going to give us some details about the Doors Open Jamestown event that is happening next Saturday, January 19th, in various locations throughout the greater Jamestown area. Again, Zach Agate joining us later on in today's show as well. We'll also give you some details about various arts and events happening and news from the Jamestown area, and of course the uh, Rock and Roll Rundown. We'll give you that as well midway through the program. But as I said, first we will have a guest joining us in the studio. We have Sean Lander. He's with the band The Hollow Society. The Hollow Society, as Sean will explain to us, is a uh, local rock, uh, somewhat of a a metal type of a band, but more of just straight-up rock and roll. And uh, they perform in and around the greater Jamestown area and have been doing so for a little bit now in their uh, second incarnation. We'll get more details about the band as well as uh, Sean himself in just a moment. But first, let's play some music from the hollow society this is the opening track of the hollow society ep it's entitled this time and on the other side we will have sean lander joining us in the studio right here on arts on fire
Music from Hollow Society here on Arts on Fire. And as noted, we have a guest joining us in the studio. We have Sean Lander, who is with us. He's a local musician. He's with the group Hollow Society. And we're going to be talking with him about his music as well as the band and uh, anything else that comes our way. So with that being said, Sean, thanks for taking time out and talking with us. I appreciate the offer. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you coming in here and uh taking time out to talk with me and, and our listeners. And, and what I'm trying to do in 2019, I made a resolution. I wanted to bring in more artists and musicians and talk with them about their music. Just sort of a, uh, a conversation over coffee as we're doing today. Maybe we'll bring some other substances in the studio down the road. Oh, but, yes. uh, <laughs> a cold beer always makes you talk a little bit better, doesn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. We'll stick with the coffee for now, though. And, and like I said, I just wanted to uh, bring you in the studio and, uh, like I said, give our listeners an opportunity to learn more about you. And, and maybe that's a good place to begin with. That is Sean, where are you from? What do you do, and, and how long have you been playing music? I am originally from Frewsburg, New York. I grew up here, and I have been playing music since um, 1984. Really? Yeah. No kidding. So did you start That's, out? I mean, That was my first band. My first band was in 1984, and we started off just like everybody else, you know, butchering cover songs and thinking that we were going to be stars. Right. And, you, you strike, you know, you just strike me as somebody who's not uh, up there in years or whatever. But if you started in the mid '80s, were you in high school at the time, or were you mm, just out of high school? Little, little younger than that. No actually. kidding. Yeah, yeah. What kind of music were you playing? Well, in in 1984, we started with covers. You know, Foreigner, Alice Cooper, Lover Boy. What was Black Sabbath? That stuff at the at the time. And then it was. It didn't take too long before I really gravitated towards trying to write original songs at least because I figured that's the way you've got to go. And plus, if you're really bad at covering other people's material, well, your own material, you're not bad at covering that now, are you? Right. Yeah, that's how we got started. People don't really notice, you know, it's one thing to uh, try to cover a Van Halen song when you're playing your own music. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stand out nearly as much whether you're good or bad. Yeah, you don't notice the mistakes in originals. Right, right. So you've been playing then since what? Junior high or earlier? Yeah. What, uh, guitar? Yeah. Um, guitar and vocals. Guitar and vocals. Mm-hmm. And, and you're in the band Hollow Society now, but you've been in other acts as well, and, and I'm Correct. sure long-time listeners will know some of the other acts. What are some of the other bands um, you've been involved with? Back in the 80s, I was in Fantasy Mist. Uh, Fantasy Mist had a, a decent little run. Uh, got to open for some national acts. Played well, Buffalo, Toronto area. Uh, Erie, Cleveland, all of that. I also did an Alice Cooper tribute back in the 80s for a little while. Got into the 90s and gravitated down south. I ended up located down there for about 17 years. Revisited uh, Alice on two different occasions doing Cooper tributes and had a couple of different original bands down there. Some of them did a little bit better than others. 
you always play metal music, or did you uh, deviate? Rock and roll. Rock and you know, roll. I, I, that's what I grew up with. You know, Bad Company, Free, Led Zeppelin, uh, Kiss, Cooper. Acoustic guitars aren't out of place with, with heavy Marshall amps, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh, I, I've always liked the diversity. Um, once in a while, it's great to get yourself locked into playing something that's you know strictly metal. Right. It's fun, but it's not the outlet. And I like doing. I do a lot of uh, acoustic shows over the years, and I've kind of scaled back on them. But still, for like Infinity, I do the the acoustic show over at the pub every year before my band plays someplace else. Right, and, and I still enjoy doing that once in a while. So, what was it about? You know, some people always have like the older brother, cousin, sibling, or somebody that introduces them to uh, a particular type of music that seems to stick with them. Like I can remember growing up, I had uh, my neighbor who always listened to. Uh, Black Sabbath, and it was kind of odd for like a seven or eight year old to enjoy that kind of music, but that's what you heard in the neighborhood, and that's what he would play in the garage on his record player. So that's kind of what you uh, uh, gravitated toward. What, what was it specifically that influenced you to go down that road of uh, rock and roll, and like some of those bands you were talking about? Just the radio, or yeah, radio yeah. and the TV. Um, you turn on the, the the Dick Clark show on Friday nights at eleven thirty at night, and you you get to see these concerts being broadcast from around, and you'd see all these crazy acts, Slade and David Bowie, T Rex, um, and you, you know, look, it makes the goosebumps come up just thinking about all those great shows you saw, and you see these big stages, and you think, yeah, that's that's the way to go. And there was so much, so much of a great mix of music back then, like late seventies, early eighties, when I was a kid and being influenced by everything. You'd hear Kiss one minute, you'd hear Devo the next minute, you'd hear Rod Stewart and Neil Diamond, Carly Simon. All of it was great, and it all and sounded you, different. And you take it all in, and it, that's really all my influences. My influences can't be pinpointed to. Well, it's just this, and that's all I do. I'm not one of those people, right? The Hollow Society's a pretty diverse band. We have really light acoustic songs. We have real heavy hard rock songs. And we got a little bit in between. You know, I, I really enjoy that. I don't like being pigeonholed in it. And it, But that's my influence. I didn't have the, the big brother showing me the way or anything like that. I have two half-brothers, but I grew up by myself in the house. And my mom listened to a lot of cool music. She always had interesting things playing on her stereo and like I said I really loved watching those documentaries about rock and roll the Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and the Who and all that and it it all just funneled in right once again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. We've got Sean Lander in the studio. We'll talk more with Sean in just a moment, but first we're going to play another track from his band Hollow Society. This is from their Hollow Society EP. This one is entitled Satisfied for Now. We'll have more with Sean on the other side of this right here on Arts on Fire.
Right. Again, we're talking with Sean Lander. He's a local musician uh, with the Hollow Society. You still living in the uh, Frewsburg area? I am, yes. I, I always thought you were from Pennsylvania, and the only reason why is because you're a Pirates fan I'm a, and a Steelers fan. I right? am a diehard black and gold fan. And yes. Pittsburgh, because yeah. you got your Penguins cap on. I am, and it, yeah, I, I represent all the time. Right on. Yeah, you're showing me some of your sleeves there. You do yeah. have some of the logos from the teams. There. Now, I like the Steelers and the Pirates, but I'm also a Sabres. Two out of three ain't bad, though, right? No, two out of three ain't bad. And Sabres, they're, they're coming back. Yeah. They're finally coming back. So, so yeah, I always I always don't know why, but I always thought you are from the, the Warren area, but you're from the, the Frewsburg area, and uh, the rest of the guys in the band are from that area as well, um, Hollow Society? No, we're all over. We have one member lives out in Clymer, one member lives in Panama, one member lives here in Jamestown. Who are the uh, members of the band? We have Frank Phillips on bass, and Frank is known in this area. He used to own um, Rascals in Corey. Oh, okay. The bar. Yeah. And on drums, I have Philip Starkweather, and on lead guitar, I have Jesse Wolf. Oh, all they're right. all they're all great players and great human beings, and that's that's an important thing. It, it's nice to play with people that you really like and you enjoy being around. Right, and probably not a lot of. Uh egos or head cases or anything like no, that. The, There's always one in a band. You the know? ego all died on me at least 25 years ago. <laughs> right. So, yeah. right. So most of the music that Hollow Society plays, or is it all exclusively original content? We do a couple of covers, but we only do a couple of covers that we feel like we can nail, you know, right. something that we can bring to the table and make it our own or really do justice to it. We do a couple of Tom Petty songs. We do a couple of Alice Cooper songs, obviously, being one of my strongholds. Right. A little bit of Pink Floyd here and there, you know, things like that. Something that gets the audience at least familiarized with this we, yeah, road we, you might be going down. My, my band is more adamant about it than I am. They want to, you know, a couple couple covers in the show, and me, I'm, I'm sitting over here fighting with them about right. it. But we cave in and we do it. So it seems to be a challenge a lot when you go to a local venue is trying to get people to, to listen, sit and yeah, listen to, to original listen. music. If it's a if it's a cover band, you know, obviously uh, people are familiar with the music. They're going to sit there and it holds their attention more. But is it challenging then to not only um, find a venue to play in because hey, I want to play in your your bar or, or your music venue. I play original music, but also then when you get there to have the audience actually want to um, sit for the entire set, 45 minutes to an yeah. hour of the first it's, set. It's, it's difficult. It really is. It's challenging to find places to play for starters. And to a, a lot of places, they want you to play four hours, three hours, all that. We're more geared to two hours max. We're geared for a rock and roll show. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like doing opening sets where we can go in and do 45 minutes to an hour, nail our best material, try to leave it all on the stage. And, you know, the cover bands do dominate, and I admit that. I give up to it. <laughs> right. Just just surrender to it. But it's one of those things that I'm a musician. I want to play. I want to play my material. Money's not a factor to me, and it's not a factor to any of the guys that I play with. We all have an understanding that, hey, we're probably going to have to play for free. We're going to have to pay for next to nothing but to get ourselves out there. But... It's a growing process. One night you play to four people. The next time you play, you play to eight people. Next time you play, you play to 12 people. Word of mouth helps. Exposure helps. And coming back to the same areas over and over again, not oversaturating them, but to keep coming back every three, four months right. and play, and you try to build it up a little bit. And, you know, we do the 
the little marketing thing. I'm a screen printer, so you know you're always welcome to have a T-shirt. Come on, <laughs> you know I'll, right. I'll give you a quick quiz or something. But wear the shirt, put it on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Show us wearing your shirt. It helps. It, it really does. And places like Buffalo and Depew and um, Niagara Falls, Tonawanda, we get up there, and we only get up there once or twice a year. But we do notice that, hey, you know, there's somebody showing up and they're wearing one of our shirts. That's cool. Right on. Again, we're talking with uh, Sean Lander. He is uh, basically, you're, you're the lead of uh, Hollow Society. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about his band and his music uh, here on Arts on Fire. So, so, Sean, you write original content. Is it primarily just you who writes the content and get the guys together and say, hey, guys, I want you to work this out for me? Or do you all collaborate together and, and share ideas and kind of feed off of one another when it comes to developing music? We are moving towards getting everybody involved. The music that we're performing now goes back to the 80s. Um, I started the Hollow, well, I restarted the Hollow Society this year. Um, it did exist in the past. Or 2018, we should say, right? right. Because, 2000, yeah. yeah, 2018. I restarted it. And I put all of my music under that umbrella. And I play it for the guys, and I say, do you like this? Do you want to play on it? And if they like it, we start working on it. And if they they say, no, we don't want to do that one, well, then it just goes back over here, and we'll revisit it later on. My drummer, Philip, he um, he likes to write lyrics. And it's wonderful for me because you know, I get tired of writing right. lyrics or I get stumped. And he is filled with uh, fresh ideas, so it's wonderful to have his input. My guitar player, Jesse, has got some ideas. We're slowly starting to get his stuff worked into. Frank is um, easygoing. He's, uh, he gears himself more towards sound, so our sound is his baby. He might not be actually writing the music or writing any lyrics, but, you know, the way we are presented is his pride and joy. Right. He wants it to be as tight as possible. Yeah, and, and he, you know, a little bit of reverb here, you know, a little high end here, a little low end there. He's really great at it. Our sound is amazing, and that's all due to him. So everybody's contributing. The arrangements, I'm not... Um, to use a bad term, but I'm not a Nazi with it. I don't say you have to play the song like this. Right. You know, bring your part alive. Take what you feel and put it in here. And, you know, if it doesn't work, I will eventually say, no, let's try something else. But for the most part, I never have to do that because these guys give me a fresh appeal. And these some of these songs, I've been playing them for 30 years. Right. And all of a sudden it's new again you know if you don't eat the don't eat a food for two years and then all of a sudden you have it again it's like wow this is really i got tired of this two years ago but i really like it today that's that's part of what i really enjoy about the collaboration of it expectations of the audience i would imagine a lot of the uh, folks you play in front of are you know of the uh, 30s 40s and probably older the people that grew up on the music you grew up on and they're yeah. familiar with a lot of that uh, that rock music the rock and roll that we heard back in the 70s and 80s whether it be aerosmith van halen uh, black sabbath stuff along those lines but it's difficult to get new people engaged in that music or is it not like you said uh, the the old becomes new again where for a while there when the grunge movement hit and alternative music was big and then you got into a uh, new metal and everything was really uh changing not for the better in a lot of cases uh it was hard to be just a, a, a straight up rock and roll band out to play music and original music uh that that harkens back to the days of the 70s and the 80s but it seems now that's more acceptable or is it not i mean people 
want to hear that more than they did, say, 10 years ago. There are some people, there's always at least one person in a crowd that afterwards will come up and, I heard, I heard Ronnie James Dio in there, or I heard Black Sabbath or something. And it's cool because they, there's always somebody that comes up and, I hear your influences in right. there, but it wasn't them. It wasn't a you rip ripping them. It, it, yeah. It's you. And even with some of the covers that we do, we get that same thing that, you know, I I knew it was a cover song, but it was fresh. It was different. So that's what we aim for. Right and, and the audiences, it, it's tough. It really is. It's tough to get people's attention for that, that long of a period of time. So I try to do a little storytelling thing. I try to talk about what this song's about to pull somebody in as an interest. Oh, okay, well... We have a song called Leave Me Alone, which I wrote about six years ago for a organization called the Bully Busters, and they were trying to address the issue of bullying in schools. And I wrote this song intentionally for it. So before we perform it live, I give that backstory, which then pulls people in, mm -hmm. hey, yeah, this song's about bullying and, and, and kids, and yeah, I'll listen to this. And if you do that, you, you, I got the idea from a meatloaf show that I went and attended. He was doing like a storyteller's tour. All right. And I thought it was amazing to sit there and listen to him tell the story because it makes you listen to the next song more if you have a little bit of insight to it. And a lot of times when we perform a full-length show, that's the angle I go after. Okay, I'm going to talk about this song. You know, you narrow it down to 10 to 30 seconds, and you say what you got to say. But it helps build a connection with the audience. Right on. Uh, once again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. We have Sean Lander in the studio, local musician with the band The Hollow Society. And, uh, Sean, you know, I, I thank you for so much for coming in and talking with us. Maybe uh, our listeners are wondering, well, where can they see the band play or how can they get their hands on the CD? Where's the best way to learn about The Hollow Society? Do you do it... Um, is it more underground, or do you have a pretty good social media presence? What's the best way for folks to keep up with what you're doing? We have a social media presence. We are on Facebook, um, The Hollow Society. Just look us up. Feel free. We're also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We have a Reverb Nation. Um, I still have an active MySpace account, if you nice. remember back to those days. We have a YouTube channel as well. And as far as appearances go, our next appearance locally is Saturday night, February 23rd. We'll be at the Shadowcoin Club. Shadowcoin Club. Yes. Awesome. New music venue, which is, came just in time with what happened to uh, Mojo's, of course, closing down. It's yeah. hard to find these uh, live venues. They're, they're few and far between anymore. So Debbie and Buck are great. And this will be our fourth show over there. Right so, on. That'll yeah. be February 23rd. Saturday night, February 23rd. No cover charge, so come we'll, on out. We'll put it on the Rock and Roll Rundown. Make sure you stop on by and check it out. Anything else you want to add, Sean? I'll, I'll tell you this much. Uh, just for I, I like building a connection with the audiences and the people who attend the show Saturday night, February 23rd. Come on out and mention to me that you heard this, and we'll try to hook you up with something. We'll give you a little gift or something. Make sure you're, you're acknowledged for your listening to... My ramblings today. One of those uh, screen press T-shirts you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, maybe a T-shirt or a guitar Swag. pick or a CD or something. And, and you can uh, always order something online from us, too. Very good. Well, well thanks for uh, you know playing live local music here in the Jamestown area. It's hard to find uh, musicians to do it, but you're carrying the torch and doing it well. And mm, I appreciate of course, it. Every little there's, bit a, helps. there's a lot of talent around here. There's a lot of great people in this 
it's it's slowly building. You can you can feel it coming together. There's a little scene and it's starting to rise back up and and it's wonderful. It really well, is, and I I hope to to be a part of it. We'll do our part to uh, shine a light on it, Sean. I want to thank you so much for talking with thank us. Thank you, Jason. Some of your music, all right. Thank you. Again, you're listening to Arts on Fire here on WRFA. Thanks, Sean, for coming in and, and talking with us. We're going to play another track from his band, Hollow Society, here. And as uh, Sean noted, the next time you can see them locally, they'll be at the uh, Shadowcoin Club in downtown Jamestown on February 23rd, which is a, uh, a Saturday, more than a month away from now. And maybe we'll uh, replay this interview before we get to that date. We'll see how uh, things go in the weeks to come. You're, you're listening to Arts on Fire, a weekly arts and entertainment program here on WRFA. As I noted, uh, starting in 2019, we want to get more uh, local artists into the studio. And that we have a brand new studio here at WRFA. It's only uh, fitting that we get as many folks in here as possible to uh, talk with them about their music and uh, share some of that music as well. We're going to spin another song for you right now from the Hollow Society. I should note that earlier on in this segment, we played the um, the song uh, Satisfied for Now, and then starting off the hour, we had the uh, Hollow Society song this time, and we're going to uh, wrap things up with the, another track from Hollow Society. This one is entitled Holy Hell. On the other side of this, we're going to have a rock and roll rundown for you to let you know what's happening this weekend in and around the Jamestown area when it comes to uh, music and other types of uh, entertainment, live and otherwise. And then on the other side of that, we're going to be talking with Zach Agate from Jamestown Renaissance Corporation, and he'll give us some details about Doors Open Jamestown, which is happening on Saturday, January 19th. So our conversation with Zach coming up in a little bit. But right now, this is the third track we'll play from the Hollow Society for this hour, and it is entitled Holy Hell. It's right here on Arts on Fire. (laughs) 